Hey, hey, teacher friend. Welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. And I'm so excited to bring this episode to you today. It is the episode that I wish I would have had when I was struggling, setting in fear, wondering if I should stay or if I should go now. I wish someone would have taken me by the hand, sat me down, and told me these six things. These six big golden nuggets that would have pushed me, catapulted me into what God had destined for my life. And thankfully, there were little drops, little people along the way. And so I've gathered up six very important personal coaching. I'm coming to you today as your personal coach, helping you through a transition. If you are a teacher, if you're a homeschool mom, if you are someone who wants to impact our future generation, you don't know how, you don't have all the details, but you do have just a small idea. This episode is for you. So let's dive in because you are getting a good dose of personal power coaching. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. I am definitely going to start this podcast out with an incredible, wonderful, precious review from Sage G. Thank you, Sage G, for giving Teacher Let Your Light Shine an Apple review. And you wrote a must listen if you are contemplating breaking away from public school as a teacher or a parent, this is a must listen. I decided on day one after listening that I could do it. I've been listening to this podcast almost every day because everything is laid out beautifully and takes all of the guesswork out of becoming a successful educator and business owner. Thank you for shining major light on how to make this happen and giving me the confidence to walk away. To God be the glory. That is so beautiful. I'm so grateful. Thank you, God, that I can even do this. It was his idea, his calling on my life. I never would have thought that I would have a podcast teaching people how to do this, much less even have what I have right now as a micro school that started out as private tutoring slash homeschooling. I didn't know what I was doing, folks, but I knew that I had an idea. So thank you so much for taking the time to share that podcast review. And if there's anyone out there, this podcast has touched your life. I am so grateful. If you would leave a review, I will make sure to highlight you in the podcast. And when you leave a review, you also help spread the message to other people 
through the podcast world. So thank you so much for taking the time to do this. And if you are a teacher or a parent breaking away from the public school system or wanting to just start something on your own, whether it be full-time or part-time, please go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash shop where you can see all of the goodies to help you get started with either the business bundle, the introductory packet, your enrollment forms, brochures, handbooks, contracts, welcome letters. It's all there for you just to begin marketing your idea and getting yourself into a position where you can actually make an impact and a great income doing what you love serving children, serving families, serving high school students, middle school students, no matter what you are trying to accomplish, there will be something there for you to help you market your idea to multiple platforms and to people. So head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash shop. All right, guys, if I were to sit down with each of you one by one and you were like me a couple years ago going, well, I've had this idea for so many years, but I don't know. I don't know if it's time. I don't know if it is, if it's, if it's really a calling over my life. I don't know if I'm supposed to let go. I feel like I've been called to stay in this position, but I don't want to stay in this position. I feel as if there's something else that's out there for me, but I just don't have a clarity around it. I don't want to stay where I am. I need to grow. I need to break free, but I don't have the confidence. I'm scared. I'm petrified, to be honest with you. That's how I felt whenever I was battling. I had an incredible job as an instructional coach, such successful years teaching, but I just, my heart was was broken. Being a part of the system, trying to help teachers, I felt like I was more of a counselor to teachers who were just so frustrated with the system. And then I wanted to homeschool my daughters, but I was scared of that. I was like, who does that? And, and who breaks away from public school teaching, starts homeschooling their kids and and I love kids. I don't want to be away from them. And how could I do what I'm doing and make money at the same time? How can I start homeschooling my daughter and get other kids over here and start making some additional income? And then, boom, here we are. Here we are. 11 students. Call it a micro school. Call it a homeschooling business. Call it a learning pod. I don't care what you call it. And that's something that, that we all need to get some help with around here is we're like, should it be private tutoring? Should it be a micro school? Should it be a learning pod? Guys, you don't have to feel like you need to get yourself stuck in a box or backed up into a corner. Call it what you want. If you already have a private tutoring company and you want to add additional services on and you want to call it an enrichment camp, if you want to start a homeschooling business where you actually private tutor one or two students or 20 students, if you have an assistant, if you offer full-time, if you offer part-time, the reason why I use those words interchangeably is because so many people don't know about either one of them. You know, they will say micro school or is it a homeschooling business or is it a learning pod? Whatever you feel is best to label it, you go for it. And that is where we're going to start right now with six things that I would tell you. Okay. This is number one. Number one, choose your life as an adventure. Seriously. I know it's like, what? That's so big. But I'm serious about this. This really inspired me greatly when I was not even at all ready to start what I what I had began. I was just laying underneath a tree with my daughters one day during COVID and I was just laying on a blanket and they were outside playing. We were talking and I just was thinking, I don't want a life full of just stuff. I want a life 
full of experiences. I I don't want to accumulate possessions. I want to accumulate experiences. My life is more than a narrative. My life and my role as a mother, as a teacher, it's more than a story. It is a storyline. And so my question is, are you living your life in a way that is worth telling stories about? Because the sad reality is that most people spend their lives accumulating the wrong things. They accumulate their retirement. They accumulate their days off. They accumulate their their so many years in the system. They accumulate so much stuff that they could have traded out for something that's so much better. I'm not saying the retirement's not important. I'm not saying that your time off's not important. I'm not saying that your benefits aren't important. But I'm saying that they're not the only things. The, the, the school system or your current job isn't the only thing that can give you those types of, air quote, treasures. Do you know how many people have businesses and they have to get their own insurance? They have to get their own benefits, but that didn't stop them. So don't let those types of things constrict you from what your life is really called to be. And it's an adventure, guys. We have one life to live. If I were sitting across from you at my kitchen table holding your hand, I would tell you, we have one life to live. And why wake up every day going to a place that is not lighting your soul on fire or continuing to be a part of the problem instead of stepping out and saying, I have a solution. I have a way that parents can drop their kids off to me, go on a date night and spend a couple hours and I make money and I'm with my kids. I have a solution for my children who no longer have to worry about state testing. I can homeschool them and we can bypass that and I can have some other kids over so that they can have socialization and they can have an incredible experience learning outside and outside of the box. And when you are accumulating experiences, you begin accumulating possessions. But when that's not your objective, you end up possessed by your possessions. You don't own them. They own you. There is a world of difference between making a living and making a life. Life isn't measured in dollars. It's measured in moments that you cannot put a price tag on. It's so easy to become a creature of habit. We go through the routine day after day, drive to work, do the same thing, make the same coffee, make the same oatmeal. And before we know it, we're just going through the motions. Don't settle for the status quo. If you, for that matter, don't don't settle down at all ever, okay? So number one, choose adventure. And I'm sure you've heard this before. Aim high and miss it, then aim low and hit it. Don't settle for good. Seek God, and when you do, don't be surprised when God immeasurably, more than all you can ask, think, or imagine, shows up. So my friend, stop dreaming, and you are going to start seeing your soul dying. But the day that you start dreaming is the day that you really start living, and I promise you, I'll go back to that day laying on that blanket, and I started writing out what is the life that I want to live What is the life that I want to lead for others, for my family, for my friends, for other teachers, for other people? What is the life that I want to love? What is the life that I can make an impact on? And I just started jotting it away and I still have it in my binder because it's 
almost like my, my mission statement of life, my vision of what I want my life to be like. So choose adventure. Number two, the mustard seed. And I talked about this in our Facebook group. I went live last week and I just wanted to give encouragement to all of the beautiful people in our Facebook group. If you're not a part of it, it's start your micro school or homeschooling business. It's just like that in Facebook. Start your micro school or homeschooling business, the T-L-Y-L-S podcast, which stands for Teacher Let Your Light Shine podcast. And I said to them, no matter your idea, whether it's I want to start by having a couple kids over to my house while I'm homeschooling, or I want to take my idea and turn my barn like Brenna in our Facebook group did. She took her barn, decided I don't want to homeschool alone. I want to start providing other opportunities for not only my kids, but others. And she turned her barn into another school, hired two teachers, hired more than that actually to come in and give part-time instruction to homeschool families. If you are someone who says, I've got another amazing coaching client of mine who was in the public school system, still is, but she loves music and she's going to start doing music nights at her house. She's going to be able to be with her children, do what she loves, make an impact on other children, give parents a break. And that's exactly what we're talking about. That's your idea. And even if it seems so small, it has potential to grow. And if you sow it, you will reap a harvest if you continue watering it and you don't give up on it. This is Teacher Let Your Light Shine, where you are shining your light on whatever idea it is that you have. No big, no matter how big, no matter how small, we all start somewhere. Whether it's in your living room, whether you go rent a place, whether you are already in practice and you decide, you know what? I'm already tutoring. I wonder if I could start having some science nights. I wonder if I could start having a World Traveler's Day. I wonder if I could. That's exactly what ends up happening. With my micro school, Lighthouse Learning, I didn't start out calling it a micro school. I started out calling it, I'm homeschooling other kids. And then it turned into, oh, actually, I'm a private tutor. And then it turned into, oh, actually, I'm a homeschooling business. Oh, wait, I'm a micro school. Yeah, that's the name for it, a micro school. And next year, I'm not only going to be a micro school, I'm still going to be under the umbrella of private tutoring. I'm actually even going to become a learning pod because I'm not just going to be offering services full-time. I'm going to be offering services part-time to students who are interested in coming two days a week, Tuesday for STEAM Day, Science, Technology, Engineering, Art, Music, and Math, and Thursday for World Traveler's Day for geography, cooking, going around the world, field trips, things of that nature. But I never started out doing that. No way. I even had people ask me if I would take students part-time my first year. And I said, no, I'm going to stick with the plan that I have right now because I feel as if that's all I can start out with. And I'm so glad that I did. I don't look back and think, man, I miss business. I mean, maybe a couple times I thought that, but now I feel more confident in being able to offer a multitude of services. So whatever your idea is, don't underestimate the power of that small mustard seed idea. That's number two. Number three, discernment, my friends, discernment. Here is a good rule of thumb. Discernment. If you're going to get out of a boat in the middle of the Sea of Galilee, which I had read in Chase the Lion, you are going to want to make sure you heard come. But if you did not hear the word come, then don't get out of the boat. But the challenge, of course, is discerning when to do what. 
and I wrestled with this for the longest time. But the key is discerning the voice of God. And if he says stay, then you stay. You are obedient. And if he says come, then you come. And you are obedient to whatever he tells you to do. But here's the deal. How do we discern the voice of God? And I'm going to tell you that it starts with the word of God. If you want to get a word from God, you've got to get into the word of God. And trust me when I tell you that I have been distracted and I have listened to people and I have done things that were not according to God's timing or his way, but he has always brought me back. But man, I could have saved myself a lot of time, a lot of heartache and a lot of headache. If I would have just stayed planted in the word, if that, this is the word for those of you who are believers, I truly believe that we have to make sure that we are staying planted in his word. However that looks for you, then so be it. That's where you are. That's the journey that God has you on. For me, it's going to look different. I'm not going to tell you the way that it's going to look for you to get into the word of God, but I can tell you it started with me reading 100 Days of Brave, that little book, 100 Days of Brave, a couple years ago learning how to get into the word of God several years before that, being around people who encourage me to get into the word of God, be encouraged by people that you are around. And if you don't have anyone to help you get into the word of God, you don't know where to start, reach out to me because I would love to share some practical steps to help you get started. But each of us are on our own journey. But if you are needing some help. Like, God, I don't know if this is you. Is it, is it, is it discerning you or is it a distraction? Ask God to help you with that. Because let me tell you, even in the midst of all I'm doing for Lighthouse Learning and for Teacher Let Your Light Shine, I have totally been pulled away and distracted by several things because that's what the enemy is going to do. He's going to come to kill, steal, and destroy your dream what God's put you on the mission for. So you've got to make sure that you are extremely discerning of what God wants you to do. I, he, I'm telling you, I was so caught up in a place for our school and God didn't tell me to go get a place for this school, but I thought maybe that's what he wanted. And so I kept searching. I kept digging. I kept trying to go and find places and I was so unsettled in my spirit. That's the problem is when we become so unsettled in our spirit, that's a distraction. But I kept thinking, God, you may want me to build this bigger. God, you want me to get more opportunities, but big does not mean better. So going back to that tiny mustard seed, whatever your idea is, just because it's not as big as everybody else's does not mean that it is any less than anybody else's. So whatever idea that God gave you, you just need to set on that. You need to plant that and you need to water that and make sure that if you feel any unsettledness in your spirit, that you ask God to help you because you could be getting distracted instead of becoming discerning. That is number three, discernment. Number four, your prayers. This was a great piece of advice and this is all I'm going to say. Just, I'm just going to give you a couple lines about this one. It is our prayers need legs. And I, I go back, our neighbor told me this years ago when we were about to move to Florida and he said, hello, have you gotten any job offers in Florida yet? And I lived in Missouri and I said, no, I've been putting in my applications, but I haven't heard anything back. And he said, well, sounds to me like your prayers need some legs. And lo and behold, he told me that. I remember exactly where we were standing. I went straight inside and I said, tomorrow I'm calling these schools across the United States of America. And lo and behold, guess what? The phone 
started ringing. And I called these people and they called me back and I got a job interview, flew out to Florida, nailed the interview with the help of our almighty father. And that innocence has turned into such blessings because that was eight years ago. The two people that I have volunteering at Lighthouse Learning came from that school that I taught at, my very first school when I hit Florida, the grounds of Florida. These two volunteers now come and work at Lighthouse Learning, and I only taught there for one year. Prior to that, I had taught at my hometown in Missouri, and I knew that there was an incredible job opportunity 10 miles down the road, and I took that opportunity. I was scared to death to leave my hometown, to leave the school that I had grown up in, but it was such a beautiful blessing to be able to go work for this other school district, and it was very unlikely that someone was going to turn in their application and go principal to principal to principal in the school district to introduce themselves. Well, by golly, that's what I did. I submitted my resume and my application online, and I went door to door to door to door to all of these principals after school, made my my name well-known, gave them my resume printed out, shook their hands, just wanted to put my face with your name and let you know how grateful I would be to get an opportunity to work for your school district. And people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that because, you know, that's not really like like people to come and do that because, you know, they they got their little boundaries that they want. But I was like, you know what? This is another piece of great advice. It wasn't a part of the podcast today, but I called a mentor of mine and I said, should I do it? Because a lot of people are telling me not to. And but I kind of feel in my spirit that I should. But that kind of means that God's telling me, but I'm listening to other people. That's why I'm kind of sure. I need to be 100% sure. And he said, well, would you regret doing it or would you regret not doing it? And I said, oh, I would regret not doing it. He said, well, then get that resume and go head on up there and introduce yourself. Same thing with just even a part of our business bundle, the flyers, the brochures, the introductory packets. I just make sure that every day I contact someone. I've got the materials in my hand. I go over to my neighbor and I don't just say, do you want to send your kid over to my school? I say, hey, listen, if you know of anyone at your church or at your child's preschool that would be interested, I would really, really appreciate it if you would give them my brochure because I'm hiring next year and we're getting another teacher and we would love to have some more students join us. So our prayers need legs. We can't just buy the thing and think that it's going to happen. We can't just pray about the thing and think it's just going to poof, be here. We've got to actually be obedient on our part as well. That's number four. Number five, this goes hand in hand with the story I just told him, told you, let them call you crazy. Okay, let people call you a little cray cray if you're breaking away from the system If you're doing something outside of what has always been done, let them call you that. I was so scared to do this. Guys, I just want you to know, I was so scared to start homeschooling my kids. What are people going to think of me? You've been teacher of the year. You're an instructional coach. I thought you were going to be a principal. Now you're going to homeschool your kids and now you're going to teach other kids from your living room. That's lame. I literally, if I would have continued to listen to that, I would never be where I am right now living a life of adventure. So let me just put it to you like this. Let them call you crazy because it's the crazy, the good crazy, by the way, the good crazy that are thought leaders 
that are movers and shakers that blaze trails for our future generations. And that's you, my friend. With your idea, go back to the scriptures. If you are a believer, go back to the scriptures and you're going to find more than a little crazy. You're going to find a lot of crazy for people who were doing God's will and trying to build things and overturn kingdoms and fight and become warriors. That's what we got to be. People might think that you are absolutely lost your mind with whatever decision you're going to make. But go back to that other piece of advice that I had told you, and that is, what would you regret? Doing it or not doing it? And number six, this is a good one. It's go, set, ready. Not ready, set, go. Go, set, ready. Because here's the deal. You're never going to be ready. The issue is not readiness. The issue is willingness. Let me say this again. You're never going to feel ready. But it's not readiness that's keeping you where you are. It is willingness. Be willing to do what you feel you have been called to do. Because our greatest regret at the end of our lives will be what we did not chase after. So run. Go. Then you get set and then you'll feel ready. I pray that this encouraged you today because I cannot encourage you without being encouraged myself. I read tons of books. I read tons of literature and I listen to podcasts and I pray that I can be a vessel to keep you on this track to do what God is calling you to do. Have an awesome day And come and meet me back here again. And of course, come hang out with us in our Facebook group, Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way. Because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the virtual teacher's lounge known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.